Evidently, Bill and Randy want me to tell you people that you shouldn't listen to the show at work or in front of kids because they're swearing. Swearing in the show. There's a few fucks, a few shits, and some words I can't even pronounce. And I'm almost sure that they are drunk, but they're still not part of the 2%. What are they going to play now? Loud music? Jesus, I don't need this crap. Ladies and gentlemen, well, it's it's been a month since we checked on the United States and the world, only to find that we continue to follow the plot of a dystopian novel written by Stephen King and a demented chimpanzee juggling a chainsaw on a tightrope over a swimming pool filled with killer sharks and friggin' lasers on their heads. It is at times like this when we seek the clarification, information, and comforting reassurance of the mom and dad of lefties everywhere— their clear thinking, occasional alcohol consumption, and desire to make the world a better place, make them the perfect folks to talk to when you're all sitting in a corner, rocking back and forth, wetting yourselves with anxiety. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a deep breath, take our meds, and join the Stephen Eady, the Hope and Crosby, the dynamic duo of left-wing broadcasting, the professional life with Jeff Clapton and Blue Growl. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, cheering. That takes me back, Stephen Eady. Yeah. Stephen Eady, babe. I, I've been watching YouTube a lot. Yep. Did you know yeah. that television sucks now? It really does. <laughs> yeah. but, but not Bernie Allen. I Allen, remember, so I'm kinda, you know, uh, okay. I remember Edie Gourmet per, oh. uh, performing for Ronald Reagan and telling Nancy how much she loved her. Well, Nancy Reagan, we love nice. you. Yeah, I didn't know that they were radicals. Gosh darn it! No, really. All the people I used to like in Hollywood during the seventies, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. were were just right wing nutcases. You know, Lee Majors. uh, (laughs) Peter Falk was. Peter Falk was okay. Peter Falk, Ed Asner. Yeah. Yep. And 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 you know what? And uh, and Johnny Cash. You want to oh. piss your your uh, your conservative friends off? Remind them he's pro prison reform, pro pot, right. anti war, and he uh, he will go out of his way to defend Native American rights, indigenous rights against mm. the jerks who are taking him away. So he's a hippie, man. Yeah, well, no, hippie. yeah, he was the original. He, he was right. the original hippie. He's the original Absolutely. rebel. Uh, why right wing uh, fascists seem to like him? I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, listen, you, you, you're looking good. Thank I you. wanted to bring up a few subjects, a few things. So I'm going to 
tease you off. And one of the great things when I do this kind of the podcast is I just have to start you. <laughs> yeah, true. Wind us up. Just press play. Press play. Uh, mm-hmm. Question number one, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll just get into it. Since the Republicans selected a genetically constructed cross between Joseph Goebbels and Andy Griffith to be the third in line to the president, we've been wondering what other shit show could be constructed to distract Joe Biden from saving the world from the apocalypse. However, when considering the selection process for Speaker of the House, one has to look at the selection process the GOP went through when electing him. Bill Show, that's us, has managed to find the secret ballots used by polling members. Uh, looking at the ballot, we want to ask you, what person would Drift Glass and Blue Gales pick other than the one they picked? And here's the list, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, Mike Johnson. And uh, it doesn't seem to be much support. Number two, Jim Jordan. <laughs> Number three, non-fat dry milk. <laughs> Number four, that piece of lint you sometimes find in your navel. Number five, a vagrant found drinking water on a shopping cart down by the river. And number six, of course, the Ebola virus. Seriously, assuming we make it to the next election after this shit show, are we headed for another coup or are the Republicans headed for a humiliating defeat that will send them to the political hell they so richly deserve? Discuss. <laughs> My prediction is 38 seats in the House. We're going to win 38 seats back. Because they have picked somebody that they did not vet out of desperation. Yeah. Um, And he is, for all of the shock and awe over, oh, my God, he's kind of racist and definitely homophobic Mm. and you know, all of the bad things that he is, uh, in, in addition to his campaign finances, which they're now discovering are a um, American-owned Russian shell company. Oh, um, what were the chances? What were the well, chances? <laughs> it, it, all of that uh, rolls into a ball of typical backbencher Louisiana Republican. Right, <laughs> he right. really right. isn't shocking. Yeah. So I, But they couldn't vet him because the whole Jim Jordan thing just took so much wind out of their sails. And Jim Jordan was actually, uh, uh, people in Australia don't really understand this, but Jim Jordan's guys were actually threatening the wives yes. of yes. legislators. People, people were set, uh, people who supported Jim Jordan, which which included Sean Hannity going on the air yeah. and telling people Jim Jordan should be speaker. Now, if any liberal on MSNBC yeah. interfered with a House Speaker election the way Hannity did, yeah, they'd be fired. Well, but Hannity is a propagandist, not a newsman, so yeah. he gets it, to do this. It doesn't seem to have hurt um, Fox at all. I'm sorry, Drift. No. Go ahead. No, no. I, I was gonna. I, I do a very bad Michael Caine impersonation. Perhaps you do a better one, but you know. In their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. That's, <laughs> that's Alfred from uh, Batman. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they had no idea who this guy was. They had no idea who he was. Some people but, like to watch the world burn. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You hammered him. You squeezed him. You you started this, Bill. You yeah. started this. Yes. And and now now they're stuck with because he is. I, I wrote a, a long thing about this. A short long thing about this. He is Mister Republican. Yeah. He is what yep. they have been looking for, the fright formula on paper. 
is complete psycho when it comes to his belief structure. He believes in his wife is worse. Um, he's anti-gay, anti-LGBT, a, a, a completely anti-choice. Climate and, change. He's a, he's, a, he's a dominionist. He's an extreme right-wing yeah. religious zealot. But yeah. And he looks uh, harmless in the suit. Yeah, he, he looks he, like... He looks like Opie. He does. Yeah. He looks like he looks like you know some guy's you know minor league ball team accountant. Yeah, right. And definitely. He can yeah. show up yeah. and, and he can speak in complete sentences, and he's perfect. He is the Reagan mask over the Gingrich party, mm-hmm. and yeah. they, that's what they've been looking for. And they, I think they finally just reached the point of exhaustion where it's give us somebody, give yeah. us anybody, because the one thing you know about the American public is they have the memory of a fruit fly. <laughs> they will not remember any of this in three months at all. This will completely nope. be lost to them. So while it's going on, it's horribly embarrassing. But mm. once it's over, everyone forgets that this ever happened, and this Mike Johnson guy seems pretty reasonable. And that they had to get to there, because as long as they were in it, they were screwed. But once they put a guy up who could talk in complete sentences and not scare people until you find out what he believes, yeah, now they're happy with it. Now they can go forward. And all the careerists in the, in the House news media... Yeah. are now back to, you know, base level of we now have a office that we can get quotes from. And that's yeah. all the media cares about. Mm-hmm. The media is have, incredible. Yeah. It's it's oh. yeah. it's just I I watch it. I, I stopped watching it for a while because it was literally making me ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you get tired of hearing people lie. Yeah. Yep. You, you know yeah. what memory memory plastic is, right? You you can wad it up as much as you want, but you let it go and it pops back into its original shape. Mm-hmm. That's our media. It doesn't matter how much you deform yep. it by events and twist it and turn it and crush it. If you let up the pressure one iota, it it mm. respawns back to its original shape, which is Democrats in disarray, both sides do it. Why won't Obama lead? Blah, 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 blah. That's the story they want to tell. And by God, they're going to tell that story no matter what. Here's here's a question basically about the where you live and um you know I mean I uh we recently had a referendum uh here about uh, recognizing the uh, giving the aboriginals a a chance to I don't know talk <laughs> a voice to parliament <laughs> yeah and 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 we we started that referendum with 67% approval and then Murdoch and the liberals and Sky News got in here, and we lost. Hmm. And I was talking to some people that I know are good people. They're more conservative than me, you know. I mean, you you have that kind of thing where I grew up that I knew a guy who was a, a Massachusetts Republican. He's a great mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. ah. It was like yeah. you know we disagreed on financial policy or economic policy or whatever. Yeah. But you could talk to them, you know, yeah. uh, where whereas suddenly with the division that Murdoch put into this thing, not only did we lose it, but the Nazis came out from under their thing. We had people doing Zeke Heilig parliament, we, you know, and we had all that. And my question to you is, is it the media period that is changing the way we think? Because. We we joke, Griff Glass. You is like their meat sacks. Yeah, that's that's the anger, and it yeah. may be definitionally true. But that meat sack, I know the guy across the street who's conservative. We wouldn't talk politics. Would would run into a building to to save me. I know yeah. he would. 
Sure. And it's yeah. just this duality that's been uh, uh, put in by the media. I don't know how anyone can consume the media in America without going insane. And I think in my heart that that's what's happened. Discuss. Um, I, you know. That's a question for Driftglass to start with. Well, yeah. Is the media changing the way we think? The way we think. I, don't want to, I will say one thing. Whenever a question like that comes up, the immediate answer that comes into my head because I've been trained by drift class is define Who, we define we who's we who is it, we who specifically yeah. and and this this goes to yeah. a broader category sure. of when you hear politicians talk about the American people the yeah. American public the general public there's no such thing there's no such thing as the American people mm. uh, geographically that's true but there are very distinct groups of people inside the geography of America Right. And when people start spouting off about, well, the public won't stand for this, or Jim Jordan says, we, we the American people sent us here to do blah, blah, blah. He is not talking about anything to the left of him. He's yeah. talking about only Republicans, mm. only his Republican base. That to him is America. The rest yeah. of us are freeloaders and aliens and weirdos who don't count. So it really depends on, and this is, this is a disease of our media. Because you hear this all the time on, you know, on the morning shows and Morning Joe and MSNBC, spouting about what the American people believe and the American people will stand for. Yeah, yeah. And, and there just isn't any such thing. I believe the media on the right has trained them that there are no consequences to what they want to do. There'll never yeah. be any consequences ever. And and if you find a guy on the street corner who's giving away free heroin. You know what? You might you might try a I little like bit. I like that guy. Yeah. And eventually, you're going to go like, "Well, geez, this is great. I mean, I get free heroin every day for nothing." <laughs> and and you start, you know, you start with the premise from 40, 50 years ago that people like you and I are the devil. We're bad people. We're we're maybe misguided, maybe stupid, maybe brainwashed by George Soros. But the problem is, Democrats are bad people. And they do bad things. Or that and my just, or that my son who's gay is yeah. oh, is evil because he's, he's gay. Right. 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 And and you get an economic vision that says the reason you're poor or whatever is because you're immoral. You have you have made a moral failure. And and if you were only a, a better person, you'd be wealthier. Mm. So you begin with the premise that everybody who isn't white, male, conservative, Christian is bad. And all of our problems are based on those people doing bad stuff. And if you can't figure out how they're doing it, well, that's because they're so sneaky and so secretive. They're doing conspiracy stuff behind behind the scenes. And once you get people buying into that, then every time their dumb idea of the week, like, you know, we got to we got to lower deficits. You know, deficits are bad. Well, you know, the last guy that did that was named Bill Clinton and you impeached his ass What's with that? <laughs> for a blowjob. Yeah. 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 Right. So why, why, apparently it's not that important. You just just tell them, no, 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 you don't understand. It's not that my idea is stupid and it blew up on my face. It's the conspiracy is even bigger. Just make the conspiracy bigger until it encompasses everything. There's a big plan. And once you get them believing that, there's no going back. Because what are you going to do? Sit there and admit, you know what, Bill, here's the thing. Uh, every single thing I believed or said for the last 40 years has been wrong and stupid, and I, I wrecked the country. I'd like to apologize to everyone. Do you think anyone on the right will ever say that? Because that's what's true. So yes. they're stuck. Yeah. They're stuck in this belief system where if they, if they take one step back 
they're screwed because they see what happens to Mike Pence. He did one thing they didn't agree with. Out he goes. Mm. This Cheney, who's a freaking monster, who believes that I am evil and I murdered children, mm. living children. She said this before in this decade to get into office. She believes that. She, she believes it works anyway. She took one step outside of the party and gone, dead. They see what happens to them if they, they cross the party. So, And that's a third of the media. And then in the middle, you have the mainstream media that is desperate not to acknowledge any of this. Yeah, so yes. Every, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every problem is both sides. Every problem. Yeah, every single yeah. thing is Democrats. I, I, heard, I heard your meet the press thing in Santa suit. And shit. That, was, yeah. that was so true. It was yeah, just so it's, true. It's, <laughs> it's dead on. So Which, everybody in the middle who might have you know reached a moral decision about these people are freaking crazy, they won't do it because yeah. it's both sides. And every time the, the, on the right, when you back them up against the wall mm. and say the, the, the final argument of every conservative, when you catch them in a dead-ass lie they can't defend is, well, you know, both sides are equally bad. It doesn't really matter that I'm wrong because both sides are bad. I'll just go vote for Trump because, you know, Biden's just as bad, maybe worse. So it, it is not the media made them this way because all they ever had to do was change the goddamn channel. That's all they ever had to do is make yeah. a moral decision to stop listening to people who are lying to them. They chose to do this over and over again. And now we're stuck. So, yeah, the media does shape it, but it, it shapes it by giving these people what they want to hear, the fairy tales they want to believe. And, you know, sometimes that's harmless, like Sandy Claus. Yeah, it is. destroys your country, like, you know, Donald Trump is sent by God to redeem the nation. Yeah. Donald yeah. Trump. That that you really seriously, and I said it last time. I feel like we're in one of those novels where there's like a bad universe where mm -hmm. Hitler had become, you know. And, and I, I've lived long enough to realize, hey, hey, wait a minute, I'm in the bad universe. Yeah, Oops. I, I'm in that <laughs> shit house universe where you know bad shit happens. Part. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I keep looking for Rod Serling to come out. He doesn't. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Please go to commercial. Please, no, please go to commercial. No commercial. Sorry, no no commercial. This is it. Uh, listen, there's a. Uh, I, I have done a game show for you, and it's oh, kind of it's kind of dark though. Oh. Uh, as you know, what I, I used to I used to uh, I lived in New England. I lived in Boston, so I used to go up to Lewiston all the time. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Mm -hmm. The anger that I have. In my heart, for the people that have allowed this to happen again and again, mm -hmm. I cannot. It, it's it's just beyond me. It's mm -hmm. it's just rage. Yeah. And and um, along those lines, here it is. Now it's time to play politicians that need to rot in everlasting hell for all eternity. Guests of politicians that need to rot in everlasting hell for all eternity choose to stay at the Hades Hilton. Yes, come for the salad bar and stay for the endless agony of considering the bottomless pit of scum inside you where your immortal soul used to be. And we've gathered comments of GOP leaders over previous years uh, after America's monthly hunger games of mass carnage. Uh, Drift Class and Blue Go, your job is to identify the scumbag. Oh, this is going to be hard. Yeah, there are so many. Uh, but there are, so, there are a couple of gimmies there, okay? okay. Right. So right. uh, if you manage to identify the uh, the highest number of scumbags, 
Uh, you are a scumbag uh, champion for today. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of time on my hands, guys. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here it is. Uh, our game show that we do with Blitz Drift Class and Blue Gal. Uh, okay, I'm gonna you're gonna hear it through my microphone. So uh, do your best. And your time starts now. Today is a day for consoling the survivors uh, and mourning those we lost. This is a moment for national mourning. We need to grieve, we need to pray, and we need to come together. Now's the time to, to grieve, now's the time to mourn, now's the time to come together. There's a time and place for a political debate, uh, but now is the time to unite as a country. And we'll be talking about gun laws as time goes by. I think it's uh, premature to be discussing legislative solutions, if there are any. There has, from the beginning of time, been people who have perpetrated evil. And there's no amount of rules or laws. I mean, for those who think that gun control would have prevented this, we already have laws against murder. You honestly believe that if we had passed some law that we could have stopped this in Las Vegas? You're always going to have some bad apples. You see it on television. Criminals don't care about the laws that we pass with regards to guns. They never follow the law. That's why they're criminals. Bernard, what about video games? So many of these um, school shooters and others have been sort of raised on a, a diet of violent video games. Uh, and, I, and I look at this evil act, and let's condemn it for what it is. Evil. Evil. And, and, I, and I say, how long are we going to let, for example, and, and ignore at the federal level particularly, where they can do something about the video game industry? Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe. It's, and, um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals. I don't see any real role that we could do other than mess things up, honestly. Yeah, I don't see any possible thing that we could possibly do to possibly solve that problem. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, people who should burn in hell. Uh, who wants to I go got, first? I, I I identified at least five. Oh, man, them. you're good. All right. I think I, I think I got about five, too. They, they went by pretty quick, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I, That's uh, all right. Uh, Mitch, Mitch McConnell was there. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Turtle Man. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was there. Sarah yep. Huckabee Sanders. Governor. And uh, she is now polling lower than any governor of Arkansas in over 20 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> She's in the middle of a huge scandal. Have you heard about the scandal? Oh, no. Could we put oh, a poll? Let me tell, tell me about you. the scandal. I need to I, know. Um, it's the dumbest scandal you've ever heard of. Of course it is. This, is. this is so silly, but it's so true. Her office purchased a lectern yeah. for her to speak behind. Yeah. And they paid $19,000 for it. And it was purchased from a company in Washington, D.C. that was owned and operated and staffed by some girlfriends of hers from her White House days. Oh, my God. And uh, then uh, it turns out that she, as governor of Arkansas, went on a um, promotion trip 
<laughs> to sell the Arkansas economy and the Arkansas business climate and so forth. Yeah. And she went to Paris, France. That's where you want to sell Arkansas, man. It's <laughs> nothing that Parisians like more. Washington D.C. girlfriends. Yeah. She took her Washington D.C. girlfriends, who sold her the nineteen thousand dollar lectern to Paris. To Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she came back, and and people are really upset with her. <laughs> About this $19,000 lectern and her solution to the problem is, is um, the Republican Party of Arkansas is going to reimburse the governor's office for the lectern and it will be paid for with private funds. Oh, that's good. That fixes everything. <laughs> and, ever, and until someone points out. So that means that someone in the Republican, some billionaire or millionaire in the Republican Party is bribing you to get you out of your predicament. That would seem and to be so, yeah. Explain the Paris trip. Why is it when we go down south and you know like the Paris trip, why is it when we go down yeah. south, their sins are always tinged with that trailer trash shit? Because <laughs> yeah. I can see him sitting there going, honey, you want to go to Paris? Right. You know? <laughs> oh well done. We all go to Paris. Yep. Yep. I'm yep. a bigot. I can't help it. I, I am. <laughs> Yes. Well, and her solution was, oh, the problem is the taxpayers paid too much for the lectern. And so no. if we yeah. find the money, then it'll be okay. We'll make it go away. Yeah. And fortunately, there are enough media people in Arkansas who are looking at this and say, uh, no, <laughs> there's still the matter of self-dealing, sending friends to Paris on a economic mission for the state as you do and how you got this 19 grand out of the state coffers in the first place <laughs> oh thank you for that yeah. okay so sanders right. uh, uh down by the cement plant cement pond yeah. talk, thinking right. about going to paris class, can i continue on with my list of five Please. and then you probably saw more yeah you're on a roll uh, and if you have Marco any Rubio. gossip if you have any gossip Marco Rubio. yeah he's there uh Senator John Kennedy. Correct. And the, the gimme with Donald Trump was there. Yeah, I heard gimme, that. That's Donnie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Your class, did you hear any other ones? Those are the ones I, I heard too. I I, yeah. I might have heard Ted Cruz in there somewhere, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I was Ted I Cruz was definitely there. Okay. Uh, and was 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 our friend Mike Johnson in there anywhere? Mike Johnson not in there. Okay. No. Okay. All right. I don't I don't know his voice yet. But yeah. I, I some of them were very familiar. One of them, I think, might have been Tom Cotton, but I'm not sure about that either. No, I'll, I'll give you the entire list. Yeah, okay. please do. You ready to go? Uh, okay, uh, what we got? Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, okay. Governor Sanders, Paul Ryan, Bobby Jindal, Sarah oh. Jessica Trump, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan. Oh, uh, Senator, wow. Yeah, there you go. Senator John Kelly, Marco Rubio, Lieutenant yeah. Governor Dan Patrick of Texas. Hmm. Who is hilarious? He's, oh he's incredible. Carly Fiorina, uh, Ted oh, Cruz, and just General Fox and his shit. So yeah. I, I'm going to call it a draw. <laughs> well, Thank you. And I can't, I can't find the quote at the moment because you know I'm on this podcast with our friend Bill. So hey, um, but there is a quote out there from 
I don't know when, maybe five, six, eight, ten years ago, that it goes something like, we cannot have gun control in this country without the um, cooperation of gun owners. You know, liberals, yeah. li- liberals just cannot, just don't, don't you dare try to pass any laws restricting access to guns mm. without the assent of gun owners and red states. Yeah. yeah. That was David Brooks. David Brooks. David Buddy. goddamn Brooks, who was, <laughs> was lecturing liberals on sure it'd be nice to stop mass killing, but until we get all the gun owners on board, we can't do anything yeah. because, you know, then it would just be liberal, bougie, you know, mm. social engineering. And yeah. they have a, they have a deep culture where that respects mass killing. Yeah, I do. And they, we don't want to violate any of that. And I, I just, never had that. I was in New England, yeah. you know, drinking <laughs> maple syrup and stuff like that. And yeah. I will I will do this just for you. He tasks me. He tasks <laughs> me. <laughs> and I shall have him. And I shall have him. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, okay. we have we have hunters around here. I, a friend of mine uh, goes deer hunting. And yeah. he, they, why? They, why? Why would you go deer hunt? What have they done to you? She she was raised in 4-H. She is a very responsible gun owner. She uses a rifle and she eats what she shoots. And they have like they have herds that are tagged as these ones are overpopulated, so these are acceptable right. to go after. Now okay. it's not my thing. It's absolutely not my thing. But in every other aspect, including gun control, this is not someone who thinks everyone should have a bazooka. It, yeah. it, this is a yeah. gun safety, gun ownership. Be mm-hmm. responsible. Lock your stuff up. You should, there's no need for an AR-15 for any reason. No. But this is this is like this is a person. This is a person I can get along with. Yeah, because yeah. on every other issue, she's like solidly liberal, right down the line. This is the this is her background, and she is a hunter, and she does it the way you're supposed to do it. And I, I, I'm I would like to be able to argue her out of that, but I'm willing to say, okay, all right, you believe in extremely responsible behavior and consequences for not, and that all the Saturday Night Special and handguns and 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 concealed carry is all insane, right? Yes. So, okay. All right. We can deal. This yeah, is a sane right. conversation. We can have a sane conversation now. Yeah. But the problem is all the sane people are on our side of the block. All of yeah. them. There are no more normal people on the right to have any kind of conversation. Do you know anybody who is like related to or somebody that you, 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 you were friends with mm-hmm. that you lost? Uh, to the guns? No, yes. to to that frame of mind, to being yeah. the person you can't talk to anymore. Yes, relative, a relative went full tune on. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, not not a relative, but um, the arc that my uncle was on was heading this way before he passed away. But mm-hmm. a friend of mine from high school um, who who forgot I was smart the last time we met. Yeah, and mm-hmm. tried to run a whole bunch of you know, uh, slavery really wasn't the issue in the Civil War bullshit at me and i said you know what i've actually read the articles of confederation and i've read the and they all say except for florida they all explicitly cite um slavery as the reason for leaving the union also the cornerstone speech by the vice president of confederacy also the inauguration speech and i just ran down the list of all the things i keep in my back pocket and rather than going oh okay it was like he got real glum and real uh, and libertarian and wouldn't talk to me anymore because mm-hmm. I called him out. I, I, I came prepared. I came right. to the gunfight with a gun. Yeah. And yeah. He he and the thing worst part was 
He insulted my intelligence. He thought I was dumb enough to fall for this nonsense. Well, I, I, I've always kind of been a bit of a, um, in real life, I, I started by being, you know, quiet mm-hmm. and not taking exception to it because, you know, you don't want to be awkward, you know, <laughs> and and you remember this guy. I, I love this guy. You know, I, yeah. I threw up on his carpet. I, you know, we went through school together. And then you get to a point where you just can't because it's not yeah. about politics. It's about your code. Yeah. Right. You know, it's about what's right and wrong. Yep. Yep. And, and it's not about politics. It's, it's just, you know, people, people that we, you discuss every day, fuck it. Let's say it. They have fallen into evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what well, they do is evil and they obtain joy from that. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just makes me so sad because I miss those people. Huh? I miss what well, I used to have with them, you know. There, there, are, there are people that we go to church with yeah, who have a hand in hiring Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk, yeah. uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway, yeah. Corey Lewandowski to come to our town and fire up the locals. Yeah, and that's what they spend their Republican money on. They 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 could decide otherwise. They could choose not to put Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens in front of their audiences, but they choose to do that because they know those people are popular. Those people yeah. will raise money, yeah. and so they go they go along. I I have a friend of mine whose son is fully QAnon, and he, his son's about my age, and we just me and him just don't talk politics anymore. That's that. Because that's what I ended up doing. Sports. Yeah. He just, Sports. He's horrified yeah. by what his son is now involved with, but it's the family business. Yeah. Well, was, it, was, was this the guy whose son worked for Mike Pence for a while? Yeah. 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 And now he's just gone off the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. Pass Mike think, Pence to where? where? Where's the next stop after Mike Pence? Yeah. Well, you know, no, he's back to being. He's back to he's back to running uh, Trump twenty twenty four locally. That's what. He's oh doing. yeah. And That's so amazing. you know, but he's all in because Mike Pence is dead to him. Mike yeah. Pence, you know, he he, he left the his, the charm circle, but it's you can watch him do it. And the problem is, it's so damn predictable. You can just mm-hmm. watch this trajectory of this person going down and down and down. And as the people around them, we we um we talk a little bit about Adam Kinzinger mm. on our podcast. You know Adam, right? Yeah, I know of him. Yeah. Good old, good old, you're you're deep friends with him. You've had you've had him to your house. You have <laughs> you named Adam, your dog after him. Get out of the fridge, Adam. <laughs> Don't do that to the dog. Okay. And, yeah. and Adam is one of those Adam is one of those two Republican heroes that they, they have left. It's Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. There's a very short list of people who they talk about. Well, you know, there was Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. And what about the five hundred others? Well, let's talk about Adam Kinzinger. Well, Kinzinger was drawn out of his old district by the Democrats in my state, but he was drawn into a Republican district against a MAGA jerk that he thinks is a terrible person. If you believe what he says about MAGA, you believe he's a terrible person. Mm. Rather than standing on principle and running against this guy, he just bitterly bitched that Democrats had basically deprived him of his seat. And you know what? If you you don't want to solve the problems, you keep getting rid of the good Republicans. Well, there's one of you. So, you know, and... And really, what would you have been but one more vote for Kevin McCarthy? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and rather than take on the issue, which is 
You could have spent all of your donor money running after this guy and probably losing, admittedly. But that's what you talk a really good game, but it comes down to actually doing it. You you chicken out and you run away because he doesn't want to burn his bridges in Illinois politics. Yeah. He wants to someday come back. And this guy's from a family of, of prominent politicians. And if you run against him and call him a MAGA D-bag, mm. your yeah. political career is over. And Adam yep. Kinzinger doesn't want to do that. He wants to preserve yep. his viability for 2024, 2026, whatever. Yep. So. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like I, I, I got I got one person I uh, would love to uh, mention to you, uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, <laughs> I I I was in Massachusetts when he was governor. I liked him for I was yeah. a Democrat. I liked him. Yep. Uh, the health care. Uh, yeah, huh? I was. I was in Massachusetts from 1981 until 1995. Yeah, yeah, and and so, uh, yeah. it it was. Uh, he was a very pragmatic for a Republican. Yep. Uh, the healthcare system in Massachusetts is still the best, largely thanking yep. to Mitt Romney. And yep. what makes me furious is that Mitt, Mitt can suck on it because I don't want to read his biography because he yeah. knows better. Right. He knows better. He absolutely right. knows better. And he got, they only say anything when they're leaving and selling a book. Right. 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 So your Absolutely. Christianity is worth shit. Yeah, you 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 should feel like uh, the scumbag you turned out to be you feel because like he, a failure. Yeah, but no, he wasn't always that guy. Nope. And it's a corrupt. It's a corruption story, really, because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was he was always a, you know I wouldn't have elected him president. No, but, no. But it's why did the guy you know maybe I'm being hyperbolic, but why did the good German go with Hitler. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you know? Yep. And it's yep. the same parallel. Yep. So, at least to me. At least to me. And I'm sad Absolutely. about that too. Uh I, I, I was going to bring up another topic. You, you got time? Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, you got time? Oh well, sure. okay. Let's talk about the Middle East. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm I'm out. sorry, we're out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. Go ahead. Solve that, guys. There, Bill. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I got nothing to say. <laughs> Yeah. Go watch television. Just, it, it, <laughs> is pot is pot legal in your state? Just get stoned. Don't worry yes, about it. it. Yes, it is. Put, on, put on the Pink Floyd album. Really, dark side there of the moon. Okay. <laughs> uh, would have Putin, and this is a conundrum, a little thing I want to chew on. Do you think Putin would have gone into Ukraine if Hillary was president? <laughs> ah. I, I don't no think way, so. No way in hell. No fucking way in hell. No way in hell. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Would China no. be pushing on Taiwan if Trump wasn't president and hollowed out the State Department? Nope. And nope. uh nope. well, I read this little bit on um Russia. Uh this is from the Hill. Leaders uh traveled to Moscow in March 2023. What leaders you say? Uh Hamas. According to the uh-huh, Russian foreign minister, uh-huh. yeah, did you hear that? Yep. Yes, I did. Touched on Russia's unchanged position of support to a just solution to the Palestinian problem. Hamas went to Russia. Yep. Not once, twice. I I I smell a fucking rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his name his name is Vladimir fucking Putin. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, have you heard the rumors today that Putin is dead? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, How it's do you get Twitter this in the Midwest? Why? Somehow, you- <laughs> somehow, there's rumors afloat that Putin is dead. Really? Do that. Do with that what you will. Gee, that'd be the only thing that terrifies me if Putin is dead is who's in line. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, because right. yeah, he's evil and awful and 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 uh, shockingly a mobster. But who's next? What who, else? Who, yeah, it's not yeah. Boris Yeltsin. I'll tell you that. No, that's uh-huh. funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. exactly. Hey, listen, man. We 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 set that table. We did. Yeah. We Absolutely. we Clinton set that table, propping up that fucking drunk. And yeah, yeah. Yep. And then uh, oh, dude, I don't want to get. It's just history. Mm-hmm. It gets in the way, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> g- given the events of October 7th, the more likely explanation would be back brief. The, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so what I'm saying is, is that everything we're seeing in foreign policy, right down to an element involved in the Middle East, was the result of Hillary Clinton losing and Trump winning the election. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. hypothesis, that that when weakness happened, every potential adversary of the United States decided it's time to make hay with the sunshines. Yep. yep. And they would not have tried it. And that uh, the the uh, everything that we're seeing now is because of and this is for me. I live in Australia because we're along for the ride. You, uh, yeah. America nukes everything. We're fucked, you know. Yep. Uh, yep. And and, yep. and my fate is tied to some fucker in goddamn Florida, <laughs> you know. And yep. Yep. I talk to people politically around here. They are furious to be slaves to insane people. Yep. And we're all slaves. Ask people in Belgium. Ask people in Canada. I don't know what yep. the fuck they're going to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like you guys, it's like America to us, to the Australian part of us, is like your best friend who has a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and right, like, right. And, and you're like you're sober up, he's like, hi, I'm Obama. Don't worry, I got the keys to the car. Everything's going to be yeah. fine. You're driving along, and then suddenly you put this guy, you know, and that's Trump. And yep. then yeah, he fucks things up, and then Grandpa comes out and goes, don't worry, I'll drive you home. But you don't know when the next fuckhead from yep. Mars Right, is going to be, and and everyone's living on a on a kind of thing. That's our that's my viewpoint, and people I talk to in Australia. I mean, we love you guys. You know, I mean, Australians love you, and and but they just are so scared of, well, and, and they should be. They're we right. are too. Yeah, and and that's what what I talked about. There not being one we, one America. Right. There isn't. Yeah, that's there right. And there are, you know, it, it is, it'd be a lot easier if it were just the Confederacy and the Union. And you could see the line yeah. and you knew which side was doing what. And they were fighting with guns and it was open yeah. and it was clear. And that, that was a great thing because more people died in that war than any other U.S. war. But it it is that way now. There are just at least two camps that are irreconcilably opposed to each other. And I, I don't mean to be, make light of it, but at least in the Civil War, there was an actual tangible issue. That people died over. It was a terribly stupid, awful, immoral issue, but they believed it and they fought for it, and it was slavery. 
<clears throat> in this case, I have no idea what the hell these people believe, other than everyone on the left is bad. And you can't reason with that. You can't offer them a peace deal with that. You can't you know, bring them up to the, you know, whatever the, the riverboat was where Lincoln met with the, the Confederacy. Yeah. He said, here's the terms of your surrender. And, you know, no, slavery's over. That's it. Yeah. Deal with it. But, you know, here's what we're willing to do. There, there is no, there's no way to reach any of these people because they believe, they don't believe in democracy anymore. They, they just don't. don't. And they, they believe that they need a strong man and heavily armed people to punish their enemies. And their enemies are anybody who so, tells them anything they want to hear. And you have every reason to believe that we are irresponsible and reckless and dangerous and that we're one, you know, one bad tequila away from yeah. Donald Trump being president again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. we love you, but you're drunk all the time. Yeah. You know? well, and and drunk, <laughs> drunk on what? Because, I mean, the, the latest polling in Iowa, which is early state for deciding the Republican nominee, mm-hmm. evangelicals love Donald Trump. 59%. That's yeah. what his 59%. I checked it on. Uh, and that's that's yeah. got to be white Jesus. That's what it's got to be. It's got to mm-hmm. be a belief that whiteness is the manifest destiny of America and that Donald Trump is protecting that. And white nationalism is killing this country. Yeah, yeah. It is. Half of it. How can yeah. it stay together? That's 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 the question. I mean, how can well, how can America stay together? Demography, you know. They're yeah. old and they're going to die, but I the, the idea is they want to pass their disease along to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And they they want to drag the rest of us into the grave with them. Except you know? I mean the people who actually control the incitement of that riot. I I'm Charles Koch doesn't give a shit about abortion. I can guarantee nope. you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know, nope. None of these guys they've just got they they they, they don't care a thing. Hey listen uh, uh there is one other uh, recorded bit I have that I, I thought I'd play for you. Okay. I, I, was, I was noticing the um, uh, the treatment, the, the the media, the absolute unrestrained glee that they have when there's a war. Oh, it, yeah. It is just disgusting. Yep. Just disgusting. You can see them. They're jazzed, man. Yep, yep. Blood in the street. Yeah, this is a little thing I, I, I think you'll recognize. And every time I saw this, this is what I thought of. And uh, it may give you a nice time to reflect on, you know, pieces of fiction that told us the truth a long time ago. Uh, okay. See if you see if you can identify this one. Hmm. Because I'm your last contact with human reality. I love you. And that painful, decaying love is the only thing between you and the shrieking nothingness you live the rest of the day. Then don't leave me. It's too late, Diana. There's nothing left in you that I can live with. You're one of Howard's humanoids. And if I stay with you, I'll be destroyed. Like Howard Beale was destroyed. Like Lorraine Hobbs was destroyed. Like everything that you and the institution of television touch is destroyed. You're television incarnate, Diana. 
indifferent to suffering, insensitive to joy. All of life is reduced to the common rubble of banality. War, murder, death, all the same to you as bottles of beer. And the daily business of life is a corrupt comedy. You even shatter the sensations of time and space into split seconds and instant replays. Your madness, Diana. Virulent madness. And that's that's all I could think of. That that well, I was watching it, and I I've seen television. I got a degree in media. And, yeah. By the way, that's watching television so don't do it at home uh but <laughs> i every time i watch american television i say it's madness it's yep. virulent madness yep it is what and can I be have, done i have only only this to tell you uh mr bill mr bill you have violated the laws of nature <laughs> <laughs> and you will atone and you will oh. atone and and why does he pick Howard Beale to be his evangel? Because you're on television, dummy. Yes, <laughs> that's yep. it. You that's all you need to be is a suit with a voice and hair on television. That's all you need. Yeah, and yeah. Hey, Patty Chayefsky, that that movie is one yeah. is maybe my favorite set, one of my favorite movies of all time because mm-hmm. he nailed it. If you watch the news in that universe at that time as satire, that's yeah. the news today. Yeah. 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 Well, and that generation of, of writers, Patty Shayevsky, and you were talking about Rod Serling earlier. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's scathing commentary on, oh, yeah. on, on television. I mean, he, he takes television to the woodshed repeatedly. He takes racism, ignorance, War. I mean, he was a survivor of World War II. He was a paratrooper, I think, in the Philippines. He he and was in the he was in um the uh, he invaded one of those hellish with, with the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and he remembers all that stuff. And he he made no bones. He put um Dennis Hopper on. I know. Nazi, yeah, young I saw Nazi in New York. And he. This is what I don't know where we lost the sensibility that you're allowed to talk about fascists as fascists in the media. Mm. Ron Serling had no trouble saying this is the problem and it's back and it's horrifying and you got to stop it now. Yeah. And now we're all very dainty about talking about, you know, well, maybe the fascist isn't the right term. Maybe we let's let's all be let's all control our tones. But that generation of writers, especially New York writers. Yeah. Were, were absolutely fearless. And Patrick was the best among them. Oh, God. And yeah. Yeah. He Jesus. Just, and, and they were they were writing for um like the the, the live television theater. I mean they, they won all kinds of awards mm-hmm. before. They right. talked about their sponsors being monsters who controlled their their work <laughs> and interfered with their story. Well, they killed Serling. They they did. I they mean really television, did. television did kill Serling. They really I mean, did. You know, I mean they they watered him down and 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 everything. But uh, yeah, with with with. Uh, I, uh, those are the films of my uh, judgment at Nuremberg is one of my mm-hmm. most yep. that 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 scarred me at twelve. Yeah, and in all the, in all the best ways. 
in yes. all the best ways. That's exactly what you should feel when you see that, that, that this is horrifying. And, and, and people almost, it was like, well, this is just the, the judges. Nobody really cares. All the big guys are gone now. Yeah, so this that's is it. just some sort of, we're tying up some loose ends. Here. <laughs> hmm. And it's exactly the kind of thing that, and man, I miss that kind of, that kind of television, television and movie entertainment. You know, yeah. that kind of 12 angry men, that sort of thing, inherit the wind. Those were, I I I met I met Sidney Lumet. I oh and, God! And I, he really? signed a book for me. Oh. I, I'm absolutely uh, that period of time where you had that writing and you had those people, and mm-hmm. you, you even look back at the '70s. I, I watched many of the sitcoms like Norman Lear and stuff like that. These dealt absolutely. with really beefy issues. Mary Tyler mm-hmm. Moore. They dealt with those issues. Now mm-hmm. everything has gone right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 even the even the, the the light entertainment doesn't have any meat in it. It's yeah. it's, it's you know superhero films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking so of you that, you do have same sex couples and mixed race couples on the commercials. Yes, and yes. that makes MAGA mad. That is why Trump is still the thing. <laughs> That's right. But what they don't understand, it has nothing to do with big corporations liking my my son. They like money. That's it. Corporations <laughs> like money. <laughs> Because they don't raise kids, and that's a right. million dollars that they have right. that they, that they want. have yeah. that they want. Yeah, they want to. There, there they was, want them to spend it on their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Stop. There was a there was a work of fiction I think called Windy City. It was about Chicago. Yeah, yeah. it was about aldermen, and it was the aldermen lamenting that it used to be all you had to do was give the gays a parade and they'd vote for you. Now they want schools and they want sidewalks. They want cops because now they have families and kids, and now it's all complicated. And yes, exactly right. That is exactly what they want and deserve because they are citizens and they're yeah. people just like everybody else. That's what they want. Yep. And parades won't cut it anymore. Nope, and that's, exactly. that's a good thing. That's that a is a good thing. thing. Yeah. That is a very good thing. Hey, listen, last time when we were together, I kind of wind up on, on stuff because you guys are digesters of media. And mm-hmm. Let's get away from the politics for a minute and just ask you guys. What I would ask you is fellow science fiction nuts and ah. fantasy writers and, and people, what are you reading now? Oh, well, we've been, we went on a trip this weekend, just a little short drive to look at leaves. Right. Because it's Leaf peeping. Here. I'm from it's New England, pal. We invented it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we listened to classic science fiction on the road. We listened to Good. Flowers for Algernon. Oh, Great. And and what was the other one? The the weapon uh, shop. The weapon right? shop by A. E. Yeah. Van Vogt. Yeah. Yeah. So we're listening to the old stuff now, kind I, of refreshing I, our brains. As you as you might, I I've retired down to the coast of a, a, a seaside town in Australia on the tip of the end of it, and mm-hmm. uh, on this seaside town, there's a, 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 a I, I I work at a radio station. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, in John Carpenter's is the fog. I am Adrian Barbeau. And- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my titties are grown too. Uh, look, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've had so much fun doing the uh, drive time show, which is just silliness. Yeah. And yeah. what, what I've just, what I've decided must happen in my local thing is, uh, is that I, I have become, I, I do a voice of a uh, uh, of one of those old guys who used to host the horror stories 
like oh, EG, yeah. like EG Marshall and EG Marshall, yeah. yeah, yeah, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, man. So yeah. I've invented my own character, and I'm, 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 I, it is my job, my my thing to. Uh, he's called the caretaker. Which is oh. oh you know and he and he laughs and he introduces it in last week we did uh, War of the Worlds oh, oh fun and, and perfect timing oh yeah perfect absolutely timing. and and you yeah. can't uh, so many people are calling up and saying I really like that stuff yeah yeah theater of the mind stuff you know yeah uh, yeah absolutely so absolutely. we have we have We're, serious XM radio here and hmm. they put on uh uh. Radio Classic. Radio Classic. They put an old science fiction. Ah. Um, X, X Factor launched this. Old Heinlein stories. And all this month, old horror stories like Inner Sanctum. Ah. Weird Doctor Strange, which I'd never heard before yeah. because yeah. before my time. But I love that stuff. It's so engaging. It's well written. It's yeah. absolutely spectacular. And it's spectacular all from stuff. like 1938 to 1947. Yeah. A oh, lot yeah. of wartime stuff and a lot of ads for Crisco, which doesn't use any of your red points. <laughs> you can yeah. you can make a meal out of Crisco ladies without yeah. uh, dipping into your meat budget. And nah, you yeah, don't want to do that. Amazing. That's amazing. back when back when they really knew hardship. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, South Coast FM uh, dot uh, dot com dot au. And if you want to yeah. hear any of those uh, uh, those shows that I'm doing, uh, go to the website and uh, check out yeah. uh, check out War of the Worlds or some of the other things. This is cross promotion. This is this is me cross promoting. You're a professional, man. You're a professional. Getting that I'm stuff just tossing out. I'm, I'm tossing out seeds. No, I'm not professional. Yeah. I don't get paid. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I've never made a cent. <laughs> I'm not you guys. You guys, you guys work. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. There you I are, did. sitting in front of the Washington Memorial, Washington Monument, just enjoying yourself. Oh, that's your background. You're not well, I wanted to, I wanted to give you the background. I wanted to yeah. give the impression that you were on MSNBC. You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. for once. I, yeah, really, seriously. I, 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 I have a Joe Scarborough mask, but I didn't want to send you insane. Oh no, oh. that would scare me. That would scare me. <laughs> I do. Mika. You know, if Drift Glass ever got on MSNBC, hmm. it would be like uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors on the on the. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Sullivan. Sullivan. Show. Sullivan show. You yeah. know, he would he would just just trash the place, and they'd say, "I've done MSNBC." We're gonna do, man. Yeah. I'm You're never honest. gonna be on Morning Joe again, man. I've already done Morning Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd, I'd pay to see that, man. I, I yep. would. I'd, I'd pay yep. to see. I'd pay to see any lefty. Actually, yeah. on MSNBC, I I would too. I really and, would. And there be have great. been a couple. There have been a couple. Marcos oh. Melisas was on one of the Sunday shows one time oh. this year. One time this year. One time this year he was That's on. Really good. And, and, and he oh. called out. They had him on a panel with a guy from No Labels. Oh, and he up, No he Labels. Who is, who is funding you? Who is? Who, funding yeah, exactly you? what I was thinking. Who's funding yeah. you? And and the, made the guy very uncomfortable. So now listen, you were talking about uh, Edgar Allan Poe and uh, I got, I got one show that you got to see the fall of the house of Usher on Netflix. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, oh, it's it's bad. It's bad oh, in every I, good way. I, I can tell you, I saw before he died, John Aston live in a small theater doing a Once Upon a Midnight, the Edgar Allan Poe story. He was 80 something, 70 something, so it wasn't, you know, age appropriate, but damn, it was good. Well, and he it was... covered not just his stories, but the, the writing he did about like science and speculation and the nature mm-hmm. of matter and the nature of the universe, which is. A whole bunch of stuff you never hear about when you just talk about the Telltale Heart, which I love yeah. dearly. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm the biggest fan out there. Yeah, yep. good man, good man. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much for making time for me. I really oh, do appreciate it. We love it. We love show. Love it. I, I I do. I love you guys, and I I wish love you I could, could could uh, have a drink with you sometime. But I I wish you all the best. And well, hopefully, cost you one thing. What? Going to cost you one thing. Sure. You have to wish me a happy birthday. No, I'm going to do better than that. Oh, really? I'm going to sing it to you. Oh! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Driftless. Happy birthday to you. And hey, be good to your parents. They've been good to you. Uh, I was I was hoping you were going to do the Mr. President Marilyn Monroe thing, but okay. Mr. President, <laughs> what voice would you like? Happy birthday! It's good to see you. Get on the chopper now. <laughs> Get on the chopper. Get on it now. Oh man, it's good to see you both looking well, especially you, Fran. Thank you. Thank, thank thanks you. so much for making time, and I hope to do it again in, in the future. You betcha. It's a great thanks pleasure. Thanks very much. Love Bye-bye. you guys. Bye. Be well. Take care. Yeah.